Hey, this is Jeff. Before we get started, I need your help with something. Nobody in Maine, Alaska, or Hawaii has listened to the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast yet. Danita's off her feed. Lisa's not sleeping. I'm just verklempt. We need your help. If you know somebody in one of those states that's involved in early childhood, please share the link to the podcast with them and ask them to give it a listen. We appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. Why don't you order a drink, kick back, grab an appetizer, and join us for some child care conversation. All right. Welcome to podcast number nine of Child Care Bar and Grill. No, That's I don't like epi- that. episode. What did I say? Podcast? Yeah. Podcast is the thing itself. This is an episode. Kind of like Charlie's Angels is a TV show and what you watch every week is an episode. Okay. All right. Welcome to episode number nine of Child Care Bar okay. and Grill. This is Danita Dinger at you with Jeff A. Johnson. Why do we always have to say the A? So Are you like the Fonz? Yeah, A. There's, no, there's just so many Jeff Johnson. <laughs> oh, really? That I, I should probably distinguish myself. I am Danita K. Dinger as opposed to all the other all the Danita other Dingers, Dingers in the world. Huh? All the other Dingers. So uh, we're talking about uh, disagreeing uh, today, which is going to be real hard for us because we agree on uh, a lot of stuff. But I well, I guess this won't be very hard for us. We 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 disagree on plenty, huh? We do. We've had a lot of arguments. Yeah. So uh, let's have one. Um, you need to get that. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> so uh, we've disagreed on things like uh, pockets versus versus utility belts, PowerPoint slide design, uh, whether Disney is the most wonderful thing in the world or evil incarnate. Oh, stop it. And uh, and kind of things like this. Um, I think there's also a lot of disagreement in the whole childcare profession. Uh, um, you know, we disagree about what we call ourselves. Are we are we early educators? Are we babysitters? Are we childcare providers? Oh, I tell you what, what, don't even do the babysitter term. What's wrong? None of you should not accept being called a babysitter. What's wrong with that? Because we don't sit on babies. A babysitter is a teenager. Well, some of us some of us are called uh, uh, early learning professionals, and we don't do anything about learning. I prefer brain developer. I don't care as long as they send a check. <laughs> no, I prefer family child care provider. Daycare provider is okay too. So uh, when we disagree, uh, let's, uh, the, the pockets versus utility belts. See, uh, um, I, think, I think caregivers should, uh, should all be equipped with a, an awesome, kind of like, like Batgirl war on the old uh, Batman and Robin TV show, kind of a utility belt with all the supplies that they need to uh, to go about the day as, as caregivers. And you're a fan of uh, pockets. I'm a fan of pockets because that's all I've ever had. If I'm outside and I have my coat on, it's cold weather. I've got everything I need in my pockets. If I'm upstairs, my daycare is in the basement. Um, but if I have to run upstairs and grab something, and I have a sweatshirt on, you know, with the kangaroo pocket in front. I can fill up that. I mean, you could be surprised what I can carry in that pocket. I can have a Diet Mountain Dew in there, a box of Kleenexes. I can have lip balm in there. I can have my phone in there, everything I need from upstairs. Because then I carry this big, I'm a huge water drinker, so I carry my big water jug. So that's in my hands. So I have everything else in my pocket. So then it it, it made me post uh, or think to post on my Facebook page, what, no. what would you use pockets for? But, but what if you could have 
A utility belt. Oh, I think a utility belt's a great idea. Okay, so I win. All right. Yeah. Well, no, but once a utility belt fairly have pockets on it, people? No. Or are they called pouches? A utility belt has pouches and compartments. Ooh. Okay. I have never Googled pocket, but I bet it has the word compartment in it, the definition. But it's not on a belt. Right. But see, a belt would wrinkle my play clothes. Yeah, yeah, we won't want that to happen. <laughs> so, uh, so, so uh, what about? I'm thinking more a smock. No, but a smock doesn't sound good either. I don't know. An apron, uh, something, something with some pockets in it. Uh, I think utility belt because it'd be mostly because I'd like to wear a cape too. Um, well, yeah, because uh, not not spandex. I'm not. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need any spandex, but the utility belt. Stop! Stop at the utility belt. <laughs> Util- and cape. Utility belt and cape. The other thing I was talking about mm. to Tasha yesterday. I'm thinking about um, you know a, a new look when I go out and do presentations. I was thinking um, uh, one of those one of those what do they call them um, half shirts? Uh, one of the mesh ones. Oh gosh! And, and then and then the. Yuck. Yuck, and then yuck, the short, yuck. the short denim cutoff, so you can see the oh, pocket sticking yeah. out, and then and then work boots. Um, oh, and then slap a utility belt. on Yeah, that. With a utility belt. You think? <laughs> you think? Uh, you think that'd bring in the audiences at conferences? Or maybe I should stick to the uh, sweatshirt. I think that should be your new author pose. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll go with that on the next. On the next. Yeah, uh, you, back you can the next wear a utility belt now. Wear an apron with all kinds of pockets on it. <laughs> all right, we'll check that out. Well, if you're still listening, we will get to something a little bit more serious. Uh, the d- disagreements in our profession. Uh, there are caregivers, and uh, there's a disagreements about the way to feed kids and the way to put kids to sleep, and what type, what what we should call our program, and and whether kids should be in family child care or in a center care or or whether they should go to preschool or not or what preschool is and all this kind of stuff so what's your what's your take on all these disagreements it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of infighting a lot of bickering going on yeah i i don't get so much on the feeding i don't do babies in my program so and i lucky enough the only feeding disagreement i've ever had with a parent was again years ago um one of my very first families and this child, when the mom came, she told me that he only ate yogurt and bagels. Occasionally, he would have chicken nuggets. And I thought, well, not after he spent a week at my house. He's, he's going to eat a lot more than that. She really thought she would just bring bagels and yogurt for me to give her child every day. And, of course, I said, absolutely not. Um, and he ate everything that I put in front of him. And so I'm not quite sure... Um, what this parent had going on exactly. Thank goodness she had, this child had a wonderful grandma who um, was on my side in everything. And so we got through this relationship. But anyway, yeah, she really thought that I would just continue to feed her child bagels and yogurt. And I had to tell her, well, this is not a restaurant and everybody will eat the same thing when they're at my house. So that's how it is. So uh, Sleeping, you get the nap. The nap thing, the my child doesn't need to nap. Oh, but uh, it goes deeper than that because there's fights about how to put the kids to sleep and and whether the, and and if you know for infants if they're if they're crying, do you do you respond right away? You hear them, or you to let it, the CIO they call it cry it out? Do you let them cry it out? And there's there's people that are almost militant about this kind of stuff, and uh, I, it's just you know there, there's so much so much um, I don't know is it um, side taking or 
click forming or team building. I don't know what it is, but there there seems to be an us versus them mentality going on in a lot of things. I know you go to conferences and so and the the childcare people will sit, the family childcare people will sit over in one area, and the center people will sit together, and the Head Start people all sit together, and and it's it's kind of like they don't want to cross the streams or whatever. And and there's a lot of judging going on between those different groups, whether you're you're uh, uh, let the kid cry it out or you're uh, you're uh, uh, an attachment parenting person, and you need to respond right away, or whether you're a Head Start person versus a family child care program person, and and so there there seems to be kind of all sorts of infighting going on in the profession. You see that? I I see that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There's yeah. I um I sometimes feel that family child care providers are at the bottom of a totem pole. I've been to a number of conferences where presenters will ask, how many people here are preschool teachers? How many people here work in centers? And then the very last question asked is how many people are family child care providers? And so that just automatically makes a person feel less yeah, yeah, and well, now now the the whole new thing is the the degree versus no degree thing, mm. and uh, and and that's that's going on more and more. And uh, you know what I ask I when mean, I present? I, we'll do... I ask how many people are passionate. Yeah, <laughs> how many yeah. people have no passion? Because to me, that's what makes or breaks you as a early childhood professional. Yeah, and I think those are things we can do whole whole session whole uh, episodes on in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have a disagreement with somebody, whether it's a parent or whether it's your husband or whether it's another caregiver or whatever, how how's the what's the feeling? It just really depends on my frame of mind because I have the capabilities of being, and you may not know this about me, Jeff, but I can be really stubborn sometimes. Never noticed. <laughs> and it just has to do with my mood. Like, um, you know, on this pocket and utility belt, there could be some days where I would fight to the ends of the earth for my side. Or there's days where I'd be like, yeah, you can use your utility belt and uh, I'll just call them pockets. So you the, know? the day, and the, meet day we exchanged, the day we exchanged 14 emails was, uh, <laughs> was one of the middle ground days. What was that on? That was on whether no, or not on, character you, toys. No, oh, that, was on, that was oh, yeah. on pockets. That <laughs> was a good day, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that I was more defending the stance that I didn't steal the idea from you. Well, I think you I think you did because it can be documented <laughs> that my 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 utility belt idea was was out there in the world long before. Well, and I said idea. certainly you don't think you're the only person who's found a need for pockets. <laughs> no, I have no need for pockets. Or po- compartments. I need, a, I need a utility belt. So, so the whole. I mean, and sometimes sometimes uh, we disagree with people and we feel we feel attacked because oh, yeah. they don't agree with us. And sometimes we want to disengage. Oh, I've been huffy. Oh, have and, I ever gotten uh, huffy? And and so sometimes we try to avoid disagreements too, just completely. So we, we put on a smile and we and we nod sometimes to a, do you ever do that? I don't think so. Never. <laughs> I I really don't think I I'm a pretty I'm I'm a pretty uh, strong willed person. You know those books, the strong willed child. Um, what other ones are there out there? Those were written because of children like me. <laughs> <laughs> so now there needs to be the strong willed adult. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty strong. I I don't if I firmly believe in something. If I if it's something petty, you know, like pockets versus compartments, I might cave uh, easily. Not compartments, utility belts. Okay, all right. But the component difference is pockets versus. No, see, utility utility belts are specialized pockets. Ah, 
Ah, did you people hear that? He just called them pockets. But but speci- specialized. <laughs> Special. But I wanted specialized on mine. Like one of my pockets ideas would have a back opening so you could put a pack of Kleenexes in it and the front of the pocket would just have a slit like a Kleenex box has. Sounds like a utility belt. But no, it's a pocket. It's a specialized pocket. Sounds like a utility belt to me. <laughs> and then another one would be plastic lined. For the garbage, and so you that can, you can wipe it out then with a, a bacteria, antibacterial wipe. If you're still listening, you can <laughs> tell why we decided to call this uh, <laughs> this episode disagreeing. Danita's thirty second book review. Let's start the timer. Hey, welcome back to another thirty second book review. Here's Danita. What do you got for us today? I've got duck. On a Bike by David Shannon. Hilarious story, full of imagination. It will get read-agains and read-agains and read-agains from any child. Duck on a Bike by David Shannon. That wasn't 30 seconds. Keep talking. Oh, my gosh. Really? Um, What do I get to talk about? How much more time do I have? Um, It's about a duck on a bike. Are there cool illustrations or something? And at the awesome pictures... Awesome, awesome pictures, great expressions on the animals, and at the end, the duck eyes a tractor, which the kids get a huge kick out of. Great. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye This has been Danita's 30-second book review. So have you ever had a disagreement with somebody? Of course you have. There's a lot of disagreements. There's disagreements that are very public. There's disagreements that are very private. There are disagreements that are very subtle disagreements. Um, I have a couple of thoughts about this topic. I think disagreements often emerge because there's been a lack of clarity in regard to expectations. Um, I think disagreements occur when we haven't been clear. I think disagreements occur when there's a miscommunication, and I'm 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 pretty confident that that probably is the root of all disagreements. Is is we're not on the same page, and and sometimes I think disagreements can be resolved because it was due to a lack of clarity. So like, oh, now that we got that, I'm sorry. You know what? Clearly we were, you know, having this misunderstanding because of this over here. This over here has now been tweaked and changed and modified, which now, wow, if that had happened prior, maybe we would not have had disagreements. But I think then there's some disagreements that are kind of more philosophically based, which might be more ongoing, ongoing disagreements of the way things potentially are done. And as much as I really loathe giving any more energy and airtime to the play versus learning debacle, I, I think right there is a disagreement. But but that those disagreements about whether it's play-based or whether you're academic-based, to me, those are due to miscommunications and a, and a lack of understanding of certain facts that, that, that aren't given enough airtime. The, the whole play versus learning argument, is a, it's a myth, and it shouldn't exist in the first place. So you have people bantering and disagreeing over something that really, if you actually lay it all on the table, is a, is a non-issue. There's way, way, way too much support and too much scientific evidence, not just anecdotal, that, that you can't separate one from the other, but we're still stuck in this mindset. So we have this perpetual disagreement that is a waste of everybody's 
time. But when I think about disagreements that might occur in in the job environment, disagreements between you know your families and your own self, sometimes those um, are just because you haven't stated your expectations clear enough. If you have a, 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 a laundry list of expectations for your program in your head, I will with love remind you that nobody can read your head. You got to type them up. And I know this is not the sexy part of our job, but directors, administrators, owners, family child care providers, you need to have very clear policies, procedures, and expectations. You need a handbook. I don't care if you have one employee, you need to type out what your expectations are for that person because it will prevent disagreements. Um, my, my, Background, my schooling, which I think I've mentioned here, my my undergrad is actually in human services and counseling, where we spent a lot of time learning how to assist people through sticky spots and rough spots and disagreements, as it were. And the one thing that I continue to use in my practice is uh, the I messages and the I statements, and I will offer that to you as well. I am noticing, I'm wondering about, I'm feeling a little angry about what just happened, meaning that I'm going to start the conversation from where I am. I'm starting what with how I am feeling, with what I'm noticing, as opposed to jumping out of the gate and being very accusatory and pointing fingers and talking about you. You make me feel this way. You make me that. You do. You, you, you. Those are you messages. And they don't necessarily start a conversation in the most positive tone. Now, sometimes we're so just out of our skin that we're not thinking, well, and right now I should reframe this and, and approach the situation using I messages. Sometimes we're a little out of control. And, and then at that point, instead of actually talking to somebody, we need to go figure out how to calm ourselves down and have you know a little bit more peace when we approach the subject. Uh, but anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. I messages. And, and another little sound bite is um, just a gentle reminder that it's not what you say, but it is, it's how you say it. Yeah, how, do you, how do you lead with love? You know, we've all had to talk to somebody about something that is not pleasant. That's just part of interacting with people. It's part of running a business. You know, you're not going to be able to make everybody happy. But you do have an obligation to see if you can remedy the situations, uh, especially in a kind of, uh, well, in the business relationship that we're in. You know, if you have a client that is paying for services and now they're upset about something, you, know, you, have, a, you have an obligation to, you know, let them tell you what's going on. What are their thoughts? What are their perceptions? And, and I would argue, I don't have any data on this, but I would argue that a lot of times that disagreements are misunderstandings. Oh, I thought that you meant that you went outside only if it is warmer than 32 degrees. Oh, oh no, you misread that. I'm sorry. No, we go out whether it's 32 or 30 or 10 or 5 or whatever. You know, so you, there's sometimes information you can offer that then allows the situation kind of diffuse itself. Sometimes we get into disagreements with the children. And that can be kind of tricky because most of those, in my experience, are ego battles and control battles that adults seem to still insist on having with toddlers, which I, I don't really understand that. Uh, Bev Boz told me that a long time ago, and she's told many of you that as well, is that the, the adults working with the children need to have less ego need than the children in the room. If your ego is still that needy, you are more than likely in the wrong profession because our, oh, my dog decided to, to join in on that one. 
That's Otis, just so you know, in case Jeff does not cut that out. Somebody's pulling into my driveway. So thinking about the disagreements, how much are we unintentionally contributing to that? Do we have clear expectations of the children? Am I telling them constantly what they can do in the space? Or am I running around telling them what they, they can't do? Does that lead to disagreements? Maybe we're disagreeing about whether or not I can stand up while I'm eating my sandwich and you insist that I'm sitting down. You know, why? You know, a lot of that's really control stuff. So, so when I think about disagreements, there, there's, you know, without getting too like overly structured here, I think every now and again, a disagreement is because of a misunderstanding. And if we lay the correct information on the table, as it were, and kick it around and be like, okay, so that's like disagreement kind of number one. But then there's then there still needs to be room for kind of that agree to disagree, you know, because really you're, you're probably not going to really convince anybody of anything. I don't know. Maybe you can or maybe they just start pretending like they're, you know, in agreement with you when really the disagreement is still under there. So uh, if you if you get your choice, do you, do you avoid disagreements or do you engage? Do you ever seek them out? No. No? Well, yeah, I probably do. Yeah, Leroy will listen to this. So I better <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes I look for opportunities to. Oh yeah. Create disagreement. <laughs> yeah. And to uh, and to bring it about because I think it can lead to some, some. See, I think I said this a couple episodes ago that Jeff has a agenda. Sometimes <laughs> What's with, my his, with your questions, he knows it's going to lead to an argument or a disagreement, and he makes you challenge what you believe in. It's always fun mm-hmm. for me. See, <laughs> I knew it. So let's talk about something we disagree about: Disney. Disney is a place my family has gone to every other year. My whole entire family, my mom and dad, my sister and her family, and myself and my family. And so it is, uh, the word Disney just instantly fills me with huge amounts of priceless family memories, just amazing family time. And it also represents dreams that weren't given up on. So Jeff, on the other hand, feels so quite differently about Disney. Oh, no, I, I, I and feel... And it's painful for me to hear him talk like this. No, I feel that your family gets that out of it, but yeah. don't you think they're kind of a evil corporate corporation manipulating families and children? No, not in the least bit. Not in the least no. bit? No. The only thing that I have kind of seen your side a little bit on is Jeff is very anti the princess thing. And I've kind of come halfway on that where for us, for our family, it's been a wonderful thing. It hasn't turned my daughter into this diva who's expecting perfection out of life and a prince to come and rescue her all the time. However, um, one of my good friends out in Oregon, um, her daughter five years old, I think, had quite the comment, something about, Mom, I'm just so tired of princesses. They're always whiny, and they need a man to come save them all the time. And I loved it. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. And that's that's just what Disney is selling them. Yeah. See, the, yeah. Problem, the problem... So I would agree on the the princess thing. However, the imagination, I mean, the imagination my, my children have, I wouldn't do anything ever differently with how I've raised them and, and incorporating Disney into their life. Uh, see, the, the thing is, though, that... that Play comes from within the child, not from from the toy. And what Disney, their imagine imagineers, imagineers um, 
pre-program or try to pre-program um, play and ideas and themes into their toys, and and that takes the uh, the freedom, the flow, the the openness out of a lot of things like uh, empty cardboard boxes and sticks. Yep. Um, and and a lot of those toys are purchased and played with a little while and end up on the bottom of the toy box or the back of the closet. The or, thing that happens with mine, which I think challenges a child's imagination even more, for example, this is not a Disney product, Stuart Little. My daughter was obsessed with Stuart Little when she was little, and she had a Stuart Little doll. And I tell you what, that Stuart Little was Stuart for a very short amount of time. He has been everything but Stuart Little. So for her to take away his identity and give it all these other things, I mean, Stuart's been a ballerina. Stuart has been... Um, Super Mouse to accommodate the costume that she created for Halloween a couple years ago. Designed the whole thing, sewed it. Well, she didn't sew it, but she bought the fabric for it and everything. And then her sidekick, her trusty sidekick was Super Mouse, which she made his costume then. Um, Stuart's been (laughs) kidnapped and duct taped to her bedpost. (laughs) I mean, just all kinds of things, which I think takes... A huge amount of imagination to be able to remove that character's original purpose and original person and give it different identities. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, your daughter had the luxury of growing up with your influence. A lot of kids that are, are this is Bobby brought to you by Cars, by Disney, or this is Sally, Sally brought to you by the Disney princesses, their lives are filled with those products from those franchises, and those are the only toys they have, and they don't come from an environment where open-ended play is promoted the way you promote it. And, oh, and That's nice, Jeff. You're welcome. And, <laughs> and then they don't have the opportunity to move beyond what's in the script for the TV shows those characters come from. So basically what needs to be done then is in order for Disney to – achieve what, what I think they try to do because I think do think they have good intentions in building imaginations of children. But parents need to be educated on how to um, enhance their children's play and take it beyond the script of the story. You you really think they care at all about children? Yeah. Yeah, we're... we're. I read a lot of blogs, Jeff. <laughs> I don't read the stuff you tell me to read. <laughs> I read a lot of Disney stuff. They... they uh. They, uh, yes, a there's a certain stuff. amount of money. There's the money people, definitely. And see, I've got but no problem with that. I'm a, I'm, a capitalist. I'm a capitalist, so I'm all for companies making yeah. money. But we shouldn't, they, they, we don't, we shouldn't give them a halo as being, oh, we care about children. They don't. They care about their bottom line as a corporation. And manipulating, manipulating money ideas, out of families. The people who matter in Disney care about the kids and the families and the fun that they're having and the imaginations that they're The people sprouting. that matter. People that, how, do, how do we the define little people in the Disney the company? People in the Disney company, the cast members, the people that run the rides, the oh, people you, that you dream. Think, you think the the uh, the the pageant winner Wadabe, who's walking around as Cinderella all day, really no, cares about the family? No, not necessarily the characters. She, no. uh, oh well, that's what you just said. The character. No, you no, can, uh, again, they're, they're called cast members. All again, if you're still listening, you can see why we're calling this the episode about <laughs> disagreeing. All employees at Disney are called cast members. Uh huh. Because. Wherever they're working is part of the Disney show. 
But you're going to just attack that now, aren't Disney you? Show. No, I'm not going to attack it because <laughs> because we've been we've been disagreeing for about 20 minutes now. Yeah, and we're we out need of time. to move on. We need to wrap it up. Uh, but you can see uh, people can disagree and they can still like each other a little bit. We can disagree and still have good conversations about things. The thing is, if you're if you call yourself a child care provider or a daycare provider or a babysitter, I really don't care as long as you get the best interest of the child in mind, as long as you're doing a little bit to take care of yourself, meet your needs, and uh, and and tune into the environment you're creating. We've loved having you with us. See you later, alligator. I was going to do that. That's all, folks, but I can't can't do that. Um...